Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the I Give a Fuck podcast, starring motherfucking Ross. And that is me, motherfucking Ross, coming to you live from Chatsworth, California. Oh, I probably shouldn't tell you where I am. Holy crap, you know, the, them guys in black, I can hear the helicopters now, they're coming. But no, I'm not, this isn't the Alex Jones show, this is motherfucking Ross coming to you with news, coming to you with facts, coming to you with shit that I'm not going to make up conspiracy theories. I'm just going to show you what these guys are saying and why it's bullshit. That's what I do. That's what I do best. And boy, do the Republicans. Now, I, I intend to go after Republicans and Democrats equally. But right now, come on. <clears throat> this trough has been Republican only for a little bit. Look, right now they are simultaneously trying to poison us while taking away our health care. So this is... You know what I mean? This is an interesting fight, and it's something that you should care about. You should really give a fuck about this. I give a fuck. Do you give a fuck? That's what this is all about. So I'm here to show you why it's bullshit. Everything that these guys say, it's absolutely ridiculous. These guys, and it's not just, like, if this was just a regular man on the street, who would give a shit, you know, if they what they believe or what they think? Nobody seems to, anyway. Nobody seems to care what average American... Americans think so it wouldn't make any difference fucking our government doesn't represent us anyway they represent the top one percent and exclusively the top zero one percent as you know and and it happens when they talk about trickle down they're talking about the trickling from the top zero one percent and the shit that might fall into the pockets of the top one percent the people just below them and the rest of us we get nothing we get scraps and we have to fight over it and that's what they want and that's what they're doing and so the first thing that they need to do is they need to poison us they need to make us sick and the second thing they got to do is give us nothing to do about it i mean i'm not telling you that that's what they're doing i'm not trying to float a conspiracy theory but this is our epa chief when specifically asked if he thinks that CO2 and man pumping CO2 into the atmosphere has something to do with climate change. This is not just your average guy in the street. This is Trump's head of the EPA. This is what he had to say. Do you believe that it's been proven that CO2 is the primary control knob for climate? No, I think that, that measuring with precision uh, human activity on the climate is something very challenging to do, and there's tre- tremendous disagreement about the, the degree of impact. Uh, so, so, no, I would not agree uh, that it's a primary contributor uh, to, the, to the global warming that we see. Okay. All right. But we don't know that yet. As far as we, we, need to, we need to continue the debate and to continue the review and the analysis. We need to continue the debate. We need to continue the analysis. That's what they always say. That's what they said when when the question was, does tobacco cause cancer? Well, we need to continue the debate. We just don't know until it's too late and you're dead. And then, well, it doesn't matter anymore. But we'll keep continuing the debate because we don't want to fix the problem. We don't want the we don't want anything dipping into the pockets of our wealthy, you know, donors, our wealthy buddies. And that's what happens. And it's so bad that on this is on the same show. That was Scott Pruitt. That's the head of the EPA. But the interviewer went on to say this. I agree. I when I hear the science is settled, it's like I, I never heard that science actually gotten to a point where it was. So that's, that's the whole point of science is that uh, you keep asking questions. You keep asking questions. But 
I don't want to be called a denier, so, uh, you know, it scares me. It's, it's a terrible thing to be called. Anyway, Administrator Pruitt, I know you don't want to be called that either. Um, thanks for being with us this morning. I appreciate it. His children and grandchildren having a habitable planet to live on doesn't scare him. He doesn't care about that. Somebody calling him a denier, that scares him. That, oh, that's scary right there. Well, what exactly would you call yourself if you are denying the fact that mankind has a direct impact, our behavior over the last hundred and well, let's just say a hundred years. Let's not even get too far into it. Just the last hundred years, we have you have to admit we've really gone off the chains with what we've been doing. Pumping carbon into the air, polluting our oceans. Our oceans are turning into acid, and our air is turning into fucking just dirt, man. And that's you can literally look up in any major city, and you'll see the brown sky. That's our dirt in the air. And so, but we don't have nothing to do with it. Hey, who knows? We don't know because only ninety-seven percent of the scientists I found this one guy that works for the oil companies. He thinks it doesn't. Mankind didn't have nothing to do with it, so we should keep going for fossil fuels. When we've already proven that green energy can produce more jobs, it can produce uh, a better lifestyle, better living conditions, but who cares, right? Let's keep poisoning Flint, Michigan with fucking toxic shit instead of worrying about getting more people employed, being able to get more tax revenue, and actually being able to do something for our Amer- the American people. Heaven forbid, that would be fucking horrible. But – if you keep pumping money into uh, – if you keep cutting funds from things like the EPA, if you keep killing anything that might help protect the American people from, from corporations poisoning us, well, then that's going to help. Who does it help? It doesn't put any more money in your or my pocket. This is only to benefit the wealthiest people, the wealthiest like I said, top zero one percent. It has nothing to do with the the people below them are a byproduct. They don't care about you guys. It's never going to be about any of us. It's sure as fuck ain't going to be about you and me. And so, as they're tearing down the the uh, EPA, as they're making sure that they're going to cut all the balls off any regulations, so corporate corporations can just go back to poisoning the sky. They're going to they're trying to stop states from being able to enact laws like California has to prevent corporations from poisoning us. They're trying to actually make it so we can't protect ourselves in our own state. States, right? It only counts when you're trying to be a bigot or if you're trying to uh, you know deny somebody access to something then the state's rights but if you want to help include everybody or if you want to make sure that everybody has clean drinking water fuck you that isn't what they're into and this is their plan they want to literally cut the balls off the epa and so now we're going to go on to uh this is jason chaffetz the yutz from utah this guy is he is talking about you know what we should do. What what are we going to do with the health care plan, and how are poor people going to going to fare in this new system? Well, the fact is that we're not going to fare in the new system. Anybody that that is not making a ton of money is going to have a hard time in the new system. So instead of talking about about coverage, instead of talking about like Bernie Sanders always talks about how everybody should have coverage, everybody should be covered under the system. They don't talk about coverage. They talk about access. So that way, when you don't have health insurance, well, you have access to it. It's your fault that you're not insured. And that's they're going to throw you some bootstraps, and that's all you're going to get. So here's the, here's the Republican plan 
when they first start asking him, you know, how is how is it going to cover the American people? What is your plan going to do? And this is Jason Chaffetz from Utah. I do. I do like what I see. Look, we campaigned on this. We assured the American people that if you put Republicans in charge, we would fix what is in a death spiral. The premiums are going up, I think, 25 percent on average across the board in Arizona. Some of them are as close to 100 percent. Deductibles have gone up. Choice has gone down a third, almost one third of the counties in this country have only one choice. And so we've got to save health care in this country for the American people. And they elected us to to solve and tackle difficult problems. They need to save health care for the American people. That's what they said. But the thing is, what they're telling you is a lie. The states where there, uh, where the insurance is going up in ridiculous rates, and the places where it's not working are the places where the Republican governors purposefully sabotaged it by not uh, incorporating the um, the Medicare expansions that they needed to. By denying that, they cut the balls off the plan to make sure that it failed. So it's not that the plan failed; it's that they failed their people. That they're failing their constituents by not implementing it properly and and by cutting off access themselves by denying that expansion. And so they talk about that. Oh, you know, you the the, the they want us to fix this thing. Well, no, what we want you to fix is we want to fix it so that everybody's covered. We got 20 million more people on health care under Obamacare. Now, you want to fix it. You want to do something to fix that. Fine. But when you don't you want to repeal it, you don't want to fix it. You want to repeal it and start over from scratch with a plan that doesn't make any sense. This, the, CBO, uh, the CBO office has been saying that it's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to just literally blow the roof off of our debt. But they don't care about debt anymore because it's a rich white guy that's in office. So you know they only care about it when it's the Democrats. All of a sudden, the debt doesn't matter anymore. And so and they don't care about his traveling. They don't care about Trump's golf, any of that shit. But, but the, the cost of health care is going to go through the roof. They have no plan to stop the cost of health care, to, to control it. If you want to control the cost of health care, what you need to do is introduce a public option that gives direct competition to the other health care uh, industry, to the private industry. And the people that want to have their Cadillac plans will still have access. They always want to talk about access. They will have access to something if they would like to spend their money on it. But the rest of us, if we'd like to prefer to go on to a government plan, we would have that access as well. They don't want you to have that access. They want you to get stuck in a plan where, oh, well, they can't cut you off for pre-existing conditions, but they sure can cut you from the rolls if you can't afford to pay your premiums. You know, they're going to find ways to get you out of there. There is absolutely nothing in the Republican plan, and we're going to see that as it comes along to control costs. They talk about the cost rising. Under Obamacare here in California, I don't know about the rest of this country. I haven't looked in state by state, but here in California, the rates rose at the slowest rate that they have in in decades. So don't tell me that, oh, well, they keep going up. Well, yeah, they kept going up before. They just didn't go up as much with Obamacare. Was Obamacare perfect? No, but it could be fixed. But the Republicans are not interested in fixing it. So then – Of course, he was asked that Kaiser themselves said that under the Republican plan, it appears that less people will have coverage. And this uh, shape. 
Uh, we're always worried, but what we want to do is make sure that people have access to the quality health care that they want. Access. This does push it more out of Washington, D.C. and back to the American people. It does align financial incentives, particularly through the health savings accounts. Right. It pulls it out of Washington, D.C., and it puts it right into your pocket. It, it starts pulling everything right out of your pocket. And if you don't have it, well, tough titty, there's no backup plan. You had access. You had access, and that's what the oh, and we're we're worried. We're very concerned. No, you're not. When has these guys ever been concerned about the American people? When have they ever stood up alongside the American people and said, "Wow, man, we're typically on the side of corporations, but here they're going too far. They're clearly going too far, and we side with the American people instead." Can you anybody show me a single time the Republicans have done that? So here's more from this bonehead. It does uh, limit and cap what we're doing with the states, but give them more flexibility. Which is what we heard the governors who were in town literally uh, last week, they told us we want more flexibility. So there's a lot to like about this. And you know what I really like about it? We're going to do it in an open and transparent uh, way. Unlike what the Democrats did with the Affordable Care Act, where they slammed it through in less than 24 hours. Yeah. It's going to go through a markup. You've got two committees of jurisdiction that will offer amendments, and we'll have this debate over the next several weeks. So the Democrats slammed it through in 24 hours. That was what he said. That is absurd. There was months, months, and months where the Democrats kept reaching out to the Republicans, please work with us for the benefit of the American people. Please work with us. Come up with a joint plan. The Republicans constantly slapped their hands away. Oh, but they just slammed it through in 24 hours. That was what he told you. This guy is a liar. He is just straight up lying to you. The Democrats begged the Republicans to get on board. The Republicans refused at every turn. They had no interest in helping the American people get affordable health care. So much so that some of the blue dog Democrats were the ones that killed the public option because they wouldn't get on board if we gave them an actual choice. And you know why they don't want you to have the public option? And again, that's just an option. You can all get your private insurance if you want. But the reason they don't want you to have the public option is nobody would be stupid enough to go buy public insurance. Buy private, I'm sorry, private insurance. They would all be going to the, the Medicare for all system. That's what people would want. We just need to make the program better. But there's no reason they can't incorporate everybody. The only reason is because the wealthy need another tax cut. So she asked him, well, what about if it leaves people uninsured? Well, we want them to be able to provide, have a method so they can get access to it. There are things that we really do like, for instance, dealing with pre-existing conditions, allowing people up to the age of 26 to stay on that. Yeah, yeah, get rid of the, the, these arbitrary lines of the state. The arbitrary lines of states because yeah if you could just buy it over state line well that would just solve all the health care problems and no, nobody there would never raise another rate ever again but the whole thing would be that we're going to keep it where they got the pre-existing condition and they'll be able to keep you on the rolls till you're 26 but the fact that you can't afford it and you can't you can't have that insurance that's irrelevant you have access he keeps talking about access not coverage where's the coverage 
Well, we're getting rid of the individual mandate. We're getting rid of those things that people said that they don't want. And you know what? Americans have choices, and they've got to make a choice. And so maybe rather than getting that new iPhone that they just love and they want to go spend hundreds of dollars on that, maybe they should invest it in their own health care. They've got to make those decisions themselves. Yep, because your iPhone is the reason you can't afford health care. It's your damn iPhone. What are you doing with an iPhone when you should be buying health care? Shame on you, poor person. Shame on you. So how much of your iPhone would cover, say that, this is from Forbes, by the way, put a link down below so you can actually see this one for yourselves. Say it's just your co-plays for medications on a white glove group plan. That'd be a hundred bucks a month. Now let's say you have a whole family. Everybody's got iPhones, four iPhones in the family, and you don't even have a good plan. You're, everybody's paying top dollar, 150 bucks a month each for their iPhone to have that plan, right? Let's say that that's the reality. If that were true, and you'd be the dumbest piece of shit on earth if that if you have that plan, you would co- you would be spending seventy two hundred dollars a year. Now tell me that seventy two hundred dollars a year would take care of a family with even one person with a chronic illness, or say a disability. That seventy two hundred dollars would be eaten up in a month. According to the August 16th price, two EpiPens is $1,212. How much is that a year? A little bit more than $7,200, isn't it? And what if you don't have an iPhone to give up? What if you don't need a cell phone? You don't use a cell phone. There's a lot of people out there that don't have iPhones. What are they supposed to do? He doesn't talk about that. What if you don't have the iPhone in the first place, but you still can't afford health care? Then what do you do with the Republican plan? You do nothing. You die. That was what Alan Grayson said. Everybody laughed at him. Everybody said that he was full of shit. You die. That's the health care plan. If you just die quickly so that you're not a bother anymore, it's the same thing that they do for our soldiers when they return. They don't want to take care of them. They sure as hell don't seem to be doing anything to help with the, you know, the the ridiculous and disgusting rate of suicides from the military that is still going on. Nobody talks about them, but they're still going on. So they keep talking about, oh, we're going to lower the cost of health care, and you need to provide for yourself. You got to make choices. Well, we've got to be able to actually lower the cost of health care. I mean, one of the things we're concerned about is health care inflation is just consuming the American budget, both in the families and at the federal government. We have to be able to drive those cost curves down and provide good quality access. We do think that with more choice that you will get a better product at a lower price. More choice has nothing to do with more access. More choice has nothing to do with lower costs. In fact, when we were trying to get lower costs by being able to import the drugs from Canada, the same exact drugs that we get here, the same exact pills made in the exact same factories by the exact same companies, they said, well, we can't bring them in from Canada because we're not sure if it's safe. So they don't really care about controlling costs. 
when it comes right down to it, they they block the things that can control your costs. They're just happy that the drug companies can charge you whatever you they want. They know that you're under their thumb. There's nothing you can do, and they love it. So what happens if the poor lose coverage? Here's his answer. Well, we lost, I think it was 4.7 million people or so actually lost the doctor that they had last year. The access is way down. When the cost in, in deductibles go up, you're not serving the American people well. And we have heard definitively that people know that this is not working. So we're going to try something different. We do think we can expand the coverage so that people have access to a quality health care product that they want. Really? So the fact that the majority of Americans want to keep the ACA, that they do not want you messing with it, there's only 16% of America. This is according to a uh, study that was done. Um, it was printed in um, on Forbes again. Sorry, this is all I'm getting too much information from Forbes. I didn't know I was on the same page. But this is uh, from January 30th by Kate Ashford, one of the contributors there, and she found only 16, this is a new survey that was done at the time uh, by the Associated Press and uh, Public Re- public Affairs Research, that only 16% of Americans feel the Affordable Care Act should be repealed immediately. There was 31% that thought it should be repealed, but only after replacement is ready. So, you know, ooh, pretty good amount. But there was 49% that wants us to keep it. And is a majority, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, yes. Yes, I think that's fair, but we're just now consuming this. So more of the analysis has to happen. That's premature. We just saw the bill as of yesterday. We're just starting to consume it. So um, we'll have to look at how that analysis moves forward. Fair enough. Thank you. Jason Thank you. Thanks so Thanks much.